This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig on Moose FM. Welcome to another episode of the show. A little later on, we're going to catch up with Trevor Bolin. He wears many hats, and one of them, of course, is as the owner of Gateway Esso, part of the Gateway Plaza there, uh, just off the Alaska Highway. So we're going to talk a bit about gas prices and how that's affecting his business and uh, honestly, why he can't just lower the price for you. It's uh, very complicated, so we're going to check in uh, with him on that a little bit later on. But first, it is, of course, income tax season. Uh, If you haven't started yet, you certainly need to be thinking about it and uh, thinking about what you're going to do. And there has been some changes this year that are going to affect you, including with the Northern Travel Allowance. So to talk about that, we're joined now by Barry Witten from H&R Block here in town. Barry, thank you so much for making some time for us today. Yeah, thank you and for inviting me. You're very welcome. So why don't we start with uh, kind of the major changes that have happened. As I said, I, I believe the Northern Travel Allowance has changed a bit. Um, How is that going to affect people filing their taxes in Fort St. John? Well, one of the big changes that the government did, which is really nice, is they did away with the requirement for you to receive a travel benefit from your employer. Now it's just $1,200 is a standard flat amount that can be claimed per person, and you don't have to have that travel benefit. So folks that have been fighting with their employers to get that travel benefit no longer have to, Mm -hmm. and also... People that don't work, that pensioners, they can now qualify for those travel when they couldn't before because they didn't have a job any longer. I so see. there's that's a really big change that, um, of course, there's little nuances with it. Sure. But it's a open the door really wide for a lot of folks to, to claim travel that couldn't before. And this is, is this different than kind of the trip one where you're allowed to claim two trips kind of per year as part of that benefit? No, that's that's the same thing. I see. Okay. So right. now it's just done away with the, the, the box 32 on your T4 slip requirement, which indicated that you received a travel benefit. Okay. Now there was this one, and uh, I, I may be conflating the two again, but uh, we're in different zones, right? There's a, there's a benefit or, or a, a taxation one where you're in a northern zone benefit or something like that, if I remember right. Yes. We're, we're in one. Fort Nelson is in another, for example, because they're a little bit farther north from us. Uh, there was some, If there wasn't changes to that, can you at, at, at least explain to us kind of what the difference is and, and again, how it kind of affects your taxes here? Yes, and what it is is exactly that. Like Revenue Canada has designated different areas that are more north, more remote, to to receive um, basically double the benefit of what we get. I see. So where we get to have the the twelve hundred dollar deduction for for trips, and we have to then say, okay, we're in the prescribed zone B, so therefore we only qualify to claim fifty percent of it. So we actually only get to claim a deduction of, at the end of the day, if you've maxed it out, of $600. Whereas if you lived in Fort Nelson, the $1,200 stays the $1,200. They don't have to take anything away from it. I see. Okay. Now, beyond that, has there been any kind of big changes to uh, you know, taxation and income tax filing this year that could affect everyone? 
Well, there's there's a few different things for for folks in different lives, I guess you could say. Gotcha. Um, one of the things that the, the government has come out with that is based on the 2021 tax return, but our seniors that are 75 and older and receiving the old age security pension are going to receive a 10% increase to their base. Mm -hmm. And that's the first actual increase beyond inflation since 1973. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so our seniors definitely want to continue filing their taxes. And if they are qualified for the OAS, they're going to see a bump in their money that they get on a monthly basis starting in July. Wow. Well, that's uh, that's big news for them. Um, uh, awesome. Um, uh, something else I was thinking uh, we could chat about, too. Again, people filing their taxes, they come up to tax season, they come to you and say, hey, help me out with this. Um, what are some things that you notice that people maybe always forget about or or some tips for being ready to come see you to help out with your taxes so that you can start getting <laughs> kind of the ball rolling right away and there isn't this send me this, email me that, I need this signature here, that sort of thing? That, that's a very loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the biggest thing I could say is be organized. Mm -hmm. And not just, um, not just say, okay, put all of your papers together, but having it in a shoebox is fine, but at least sort it through and only give us the receipts that are pertaining to the tax year that you're filing. Mm -hmm. We, we don't mind seeing all of your, your grocery receipts and buying your diaper receipts and stuff, but we only really want to see those if you're running a daycare. Otherwise, just bring in the, the receipts that pertain to the year that you're filing, and even if you all you do is put them into a Ziploc bag and, and label them as, this was the trip that we went to the Fort Liard, this is when we went to Vancouver, whatever, just sort it through a little bit for us, and it makes it a lot less guesswork that we have to try and do. Okay. Is there any advantages of getting ahead of the game uh, and, and kind of coming to see you right away? Because, again, I believe the tax line uh, deadline isn't until April 30th, so if you're like me, you'll put it off. Uh, but it, it can be beneficial to do it quicker because sometimes you get your return back quicker if you're, uh, the government owes you money. Well, the government's been pretty quick for the last couple of years and pretty consistent with you file your taxes within a couple of weeks you get your refund mm -hmm. or you get your bill if you owe them money and you always have until april 30th to pay the bill if if that's the case but um there really isn't a benefit to coming in earlier versus waiting except for the fact you get your money back sooner yeah that's really the the the, the kicker with that and the government is um they seem to be getting later and later when they start processing returns. And I think that's because they're wanting to make sure that there isn't any hiccups in the middle of taxis and that cause them to have to extend it like they've done in the past when they've run into problems. I see. Okay. I want to go back to this too. You already kind of answered this question, but I wonder if there's some recommendations you can give for people. Uh, it's too late for this year's tax season, of course, but maybe going forward to the, for next year. What do you recommend people are doing to sort of, again, help with the process when it comes to tax season to making it easier for you to sort through the materials for them to feel maybe less anxious about making sure they have everything together what do you recommend people are doing to kind of keep their papers in order through the year if if that's what they need to do well that would be um as as much as we 
many of us don't like to do it, be a bit organized with your paperwork. Mm -hmm. um, don't just leave it till the end of the year to put it all together because then you could be missing receipts, you could be missing deductions. If your boss requires you to use your vehicle for work, you need to keep every receipt for your vehicle. Don't let that jug of windshield washer fluid receipt go. Don't mm -hmm. miss that oil change. Keep everything, put it into an envelope, put it into a shoebox, whatever works, but be a, be a bit more organized with it. And that will definitely help to ease their tax burden and ease the job for whoever it's the tax professional doing their, their books up for them. All right. Well, if someone's listening to this today and saying, you know, I'm going to come uh, get my taxes done, I, I'm going to do this, get it out of the way. Uh, any final tips for them, something they should be considering before they come see you or or something they should be looking forward to at uh, maybe a change we didn't cover already? Well, one of the bigger changes that's coming out is the government is going, starting in July of 2022, mm -hmm. they're going to be going paperless for your notice of assessment. Okay. They talked about it being January 1st and they've delayed it till July. So when a person files their taxes, they really need to sign up for their CRA My Account because that's where they're going to get their paperwork starting in July. Okay. Is there... Um uh, is there options still available for people who maybe are really anxious about that, who uh, aren't so savvy with technology still available for them to get it in some other manner? Is that that's blanket for everybody? It's going to be for everybody. But of course, like if you come to to a, a professional tax preparer, sure. they will be able to access it for you and print it off. So oh. if you don't have that email, you don't have that my account you have a professional helping you, then you have somebody still able to access that and get it for you. All right. Well, final thing. Somebody wants to come see you. What do they have to do? Can they walk in? Uh, do they need to set up an appointment? You can walk in, but we are limited with how many walk-ins we are able to, to accept at any given time. Sure. So your best bet actually is to call in or stop in and make an appointment with our reception desk. Excellent. All right, Barry. Well, we really appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with the uh, very important tax season tips here. Uh, thanks so much for doing this. Thank you. You're very welcome. That's Barry Witten with H&R Block here in Fort St. John. We'll be right back to talk with Trevor Bowen all about gas prices right after this on Moose Talks. A big part of Petron is the guys in our installations department. You might think we just install two-way radios and cell phone boosters. We do install those and we do a great job. But what you probably didn't know is we also sell and install all types of LED and amber lighting, GPS systems. We are an authorized GeoTab and GeoTrack installer as well as an exclusive GeoForce partner. Ask us how to track any of your equipment via satellite for just $10 per month. Our name is Petron. Come down and see Cameron and the boys. You'll be impressed with what they can do. Traveling families all agree, trust the name Traveland RV. The annual pre-owned sale is on now at Traveland's Happy Trails RV. Our massive showroom is packed full of premium pre-owned units at amazing prices. From tent trailers to diesel pushers, we've got you covered. Traveland knows RVs, and we're dedicated to helping our customers make the best buying decisions. We listen to you, show you a variety of options, and always give you solid information to make the right decision. Why buy now? You can spin and win up to $1,500 off your purchase. Plus, get no payments for six months OAC, free storage till spring, and the lowest prices of the year. 
Now's the time to start living the RV dream. Come down for a coffee at our warm showroom. We can't wait to meet you. Travelance Happy Trails RV, where the annual pre-owned sale is on now. Get pre-approved by calling 780-538-2120 or visit TravelandRV.ca. Simply unbeatable. The North Peace Leisure Pool has a variety of activities and programs happening throughout the year. This month, there's plenty happening at the pool for the whole family. Here's what's coming up. The Water Safety Instructor Course prepares candidates to instruct the Red Cross Swim programs. Candidates focus on strategies to introduce and develop fitness activities, skills, and water safety, and swimming skills. For the full schedule of programs and activities at the North Peace Leisure Pool, visit the city's website at fortstjohn.ca. Support our local restaurants and order takeout tonight. Pick the restaurant you want and find their menu online at takeoutfsj.com. Find menus for all the restaurants in Fort St. John in one place. Go right now to takeoutfsj.com and enjoy a locally prepared meal tonight. Takeoutfsj.com is supported by the City of Fort St. John and the Mayor's Standing Committee on Community Economic Recovery. The vehicle has worked really hard for you. From helping you take the kids to school to you showing it off to your friends. It definitely deserves a break with Moose FM's dirtiest vehicle, fueled by Murray GM. Enter now at moosefm.ca and you could win a free detailing package from Murray GM in Fort St. John. We will pick a new winner at the end of each month. Moose FM's dirtiest vehicle is fueled by Murray GM. Watch this show live on Facebook or download the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Welcome back to Moose Talks. I'm Dub Craig. Well, given the price of gas lately, you might be considering riding to work on a unicycle instead of driving your car. It's hitting all of us in the pocketbook at the moment. So to chat a bit about gas prices locally and uh, what local owners can and can't really do about it, uh, we spoke with Trevor Bolin uh, yesterday a bit about that. He, of course, owns Gateway So here in town. Here's that conversation. Trevor, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Dub, for having me. All right. Well, gas prices, as you well know, up 60-odd cents since January, 40-something cents even since last week. Uh, Some stations around town are hitting just below $2 a litre uh, for gasoline. I have to start with this. What are you hearing from your supplier as to why the prices are so much higher now? We, of course, hear what some of the reasons may be, including war in Ukraine, What's the supplier telling you? Do they have some answers that maybe we haven't heard before? You know, Doug, that's a good question. And, and I mean, they, they don't. We're, we've got such a limited capacity of refineries um, in the West. And, and, I mean, of course, we're fortunate that a majority of, of the refineries that are in operation, whether it's, it's BC or Alberta, are actually, you know, Western oil. Um, but when we see the, the prices of oil um, go up so, so quickly, uh, as, you know, especially with what's happening in Ukraine right now. And, and I don't think, you know, if you were to ask somebody a month ago, um, you know, if, if they expected that we'd see $2 a liter this fast, I don't think they wouldn't. And, and, you know, the same question goes, are we going to expect to see even even higher this summer when gasoline normally peaks um, without the price of, of oil being what it was? And I, I think we're going to. But at the end of the day, you know, it's it's the refineries uh, that set the prices and it's the, the local fuel stations and, and the, you know, everywhere around Fort St. John or, or in the Dawson or other areas where uh, they're the ones that are, are, are bearing the brunt of this at the pump. 
I have to ask with that in mind, I mean, why can't you just choose to lower your prices? What's what's stopping you from making that a reality and saying, I'll take some of the hit here uh, and, and make the price lower and, and more affordable for people? And that's a good question. I think that's a question that a lot of people wonder when they, you know, when they get a $180 bill to fuel up their F-150. But you know what? <laughs> the, the margins in fuel are so small um, that that even if a station tried to you know tried to drop it ten cents a liter, um, that's going to be a majority of their profit, and, and there goes paying staff and taxes and, and everything else that they do in the community. So you know I, I was doing the math earlier, and I mean at a dollar thirty right now at rack rates, you've got forty one cents in taxes, uh, you've got GST, you've got delivery fees, whether that's coming from Prince George or, or Burnaby or even Edmonton, you've got seven cents on a liter there. Uh, you know actual hard costs right now. Um, is probably leaving fuel stations and the operators of fuel stations with about a nine cents uh, per liter profit on on every fill up of an F one fifty. Does your supplier have a sense of the supply situation going forward, given everything that's going on? Some of the things you've mentioned, do they have any idea what things are going to look like a week from now, a month from now, given all that you've said? Well, you know, I don't, I don't think they want to cause panic, but I think, you know, some of the issues we need to look at is, is oil has dropped a little bit. So those increases that we'd seen for the last two, three weeks, um, they did ease off a bit yesterday. Of course, you know, you see in the media that, you know, expect some some decreases in prices at the pump, um, not realizing that everything that's in their tank right now is already bought at a high dollar. Um, you know, and that's why it's so tough with fuel prices because every single delivery is what determines where those prices are. So, you know, if you've got stations that are getting deliveries every two or three days, those prices are going to change quite quickly. But if you've got stations that are getting fuel every week and a half or two weeks, that's going to be even harder on them. So, you know what, I think that that I don't see them actually going down um, exponentially. I, I, I think that if, if you know, the, the price of oil continues to drop a little bit um but what we need to do is we need to focus on um you know getting getting production back up we need to focus on how we can ensure that that more drilling is taking place in alberta or here in northern british columbia um, so that we can get ahead of the eight ball and we're not going to see shortages come spring break or into summer but we're also not going to see two dollar and forty cents um you know for every liter come summer and, and people having to cancel their holidays I want to ask this. I mean, uh, there's a lot of people who are afraid by all the things going on, COVID, war in Ukraine, uh, you know, kind of news and, and whatnot bombarding us all the time with sort of negativity. What are your customers telling you? Are they expressing frustration that you aren't just lowering the price or is there some understanding that it's a bit beyond your control to do something about it? Well, I think they understand it's beyond our control, and and you know we've we've always been very open um, with with what the actual cost behind a, a liter of gasoline is. It's it's not something that uh, we've ever hit because I mean, like I said earlier, a majority of that is going in taxes. Um, you know, so to me, to me, when I look at forty one cents of every liter going into taxes. There's an immediate relief that the provincial government could offer, and, and we've seen it happen in Alberta, uh, where Alberta's dropped that that 13 cents a liter in, in uh, provincial taxes on oil over 90 dollars a barrel, which I didn't know sitting around you know somewhere around 117, 118 last time I checked. Um, so they're seeing some instant relief at the pumps. They also have three times as many refineries as we do. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that that is, as upset as people are at, at 180 bucks for filling up a truck right now, or, or I've seen posts as much as 300, depending on, on what the fuel is and what they're getting. But I mean, I, I think it's time that, that we start to 
ask the government to get involved. We start to, and, and not simply like they've done in Alberta where, you know, it's 13 cents off a liter. We need investment in the industry. We need oil and gas companies to feel comfortable with expanding their existing uh, infrastructure and, and maybe adding on to the refinery in Prince George, for an example, which is, is one of the smallest ones um, between BC and Alberta, so that we can ensure that as, as our population grows and, and you know Fort St. John starts to boom, and, and we've seen that happening in, in industry right now, that we're not going to be in the same position a year from now because this isn't the first time, Dub, and unless something's done, it's not going to be the last. I speak to you now as sort of the owner of this uh, Gateway SO, and as a politician, you're of course the leader of BC's Conservative uh, Conservative Party. Did it surprise you when our premier said, uh, "No, there's no relief coming in the immediate future"? When they offered no answer, no sort of uh, even tidbit to say, "Okay, we might be thinking about doing something. Give us some time to work it out." Even. Uh, did, did that surprise you that they seem to be uncaring about the situation? Dub, I, I, I wish I could tell you it did surprise me. Um, unfortunately, it did not surprise me. You know, we've, we've got, and this isn't just provincially, this is federal as well, but we've got a, a provincial government and a federal government who firmly believe that in, in the next five to seven years that there will be no automobiles sold that, that run off, you know, um, energy or, or natural resources that run off petroleum fuel. Uh, it isn't realistic. It, you know, we know it better than anybody in the north. Um, you know, when you've got an electric car and and one of the, the, the biggest ranges that it can go is, is 500 kilometers uh, without having to charge it. That doesn't work for us in the north. It doesn't work for remote communities. It's not going to certainly work for areas throughout Saskatchewan, uh, northern Alberta, or even into Manitoba. So until that technology can can get to where we need it to be as a as a province or as a nation, let's forget about you know the the unicorns and, and fairy dreams and let's focus on what actually needs to happen, which is the government stepping in, taking responsibility for the fact that they haven't done any sort of infrastructure upgrades in the last twenty years, which reaches over two two and a half governments that were in power, and that enough's enough. Let's let's look at what needs to happen today. Let's look at a five, a ten, and a fifteen year plan openly communicate it, work with industry, work with the public, and, and actually implement a program that's going to help. Do you think oil companies bear any responsibility for this? Do you think they should be stepping up and saying, we're going to hold the line on this because it's, uh, as you know, it, for some people, the price of gas has gone so high, they can't even afford to fill their car. If you happen to be someone living paycheck to paycheck, maybe working a minimum wage job, do you think oil companies and gas companies should be doing something about the situation? It, you know, it, it's a catch-22, and I think that under normal circumstances that I think a lot of them try to hold the line and it becomes, you know, more of a competitive process. But when you've got the inflation that we've got happening right now in Canada and in the north, I think we feel it even more so because the cost to, to get goods here, you know, these oil companies still need to employ the hundreds of thousands of people they do. Um, they need to ensure that their families can afford groceries and afford everything else. And it's going to be rent, real estate. Um, again, you know, one of the hottest real estate booms um, throughout southern BC and, and into the into the east. So, you know, what I think I think when you look at it all as one, um, it comes down to it being simply a, a, a lack of infrastructure, a lack of government planning, a lack of government willing to work with industry um, to ensure that they're comfortable in making investments. You know, Deb, if, if you and I owned an oil company or, or we had a gas company and we were told that, you know, within five years, the government wants to phase out fuel. They want to phase out natural gas. They want to phase out, you know, anything beyond diesel. 
would we be so inclined to spend millions of dollars to try to try to make something work in the next five years? No, we wouldn't do it either. All right. Well, we'll have to leave it there for today. Trevor, thank you so much for joining me for this. I appreciate you having me. All right. That was our conversation with Trevor Bolin recorded earlier. We'll be right back to wrap things up on Moose Talks right after this. Right now at Wendy's, you can get three classic chicken strips for just $4. Made with 100% all-white seasoned chicken. Try them today with our new ghost pepper ranch sauce. Only until March 20th at participating Wendy's. Taxes extra. EnergeticCity.ca believes that every citizen should have access to news and stories that impact their lives and have the ability to trust in the organization sharing the story. They are striving to serve you and need your input. This is an opportunity to get involved and share your insights on how they can improve. Take weekly polls on Energetic City's website and social media channels. To find out more about the project, go to energeticcity.ca forward slash evolution. Are you looking for the right individual to fill your job opening? Become an exhibitor at the Fort St. John Job Fair, April 27th at the Palm Ray Hotel and Conference Center. This is an opportunity for you to meet talented local people for your company. To become an exhibitor, visit fsjjobfair.ca or call 250-787-7100. The Fort St. John Job Fair, April 27th at the Palm Roy Hotel and Conference Center. Presented by WorkBC and Moose FM. Have your eyeglasses or sunglasses seen better days? Then it's time to visit Merwin Optical, your one-stop shop for all your eyewear needs. Their expert advice can help you choose the right frames and lenses to help you look your best and see your best. Second sets are always half price. Same-day sight testing for adults 19 to 64 and direct billing to most insurance companies. Visit Merwin Optical on 101 Avenue, Facebook, and Instagram. People's Choice Award winner for Best Customer Service. Our community first. This is Moose Talks with Dub Craig on Moose FM. Our thanks again to our guests, Barry Witten from H&R Block and, of course, Trevor Boland for joining us. You can check out energeticcity.ca slash podcast to hear this show again if you'd like or listen to older episodes. You can also listen to episodes of some other podcasts we produce, including Voices of the Peace, where Ted Sloan sits down with local community leaders to talk about their lives here. And Before the Peace, which is an episode about the Indigenous people of the North Peace and their stories, and uh, it's uh, both of them are wonderful. So check those out again at energeticcity.ca slash podcast. That does it for our show today. Trey Lopashinsky is the producer of Moose Talks. I'm Dub Craig. Be well. Energetic Country. 100.1 Moose Dave here from BC Hydro. Whether you're still feeling the winter chills or spring has sprung, it's always the perfect season to be power smart. Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.